There's a story told about the Baal Shem Tov, that he was once traveling and happened to pass through a certain town where he was forced to stay for Yom Kippur. He couldn't travel on. There was no time to get to his hometown on time before Yom Kippur, so he decided to stay in this town for Yom Kippur. Now he needed to make a decision which shul to go to. So he told his shamish to go and invite the different chazanim from the different shuls, because he would like to ask them a question. So the first chazan came, and the Baal said to him, tell me, what melody do you th- sing when you say al And the chazan told him that he sings a very traditional melody, which is very melancholy. It's, after all, it's about the sins, al and uh, it's very inspiring. And he gave a rendition of that to the Baal says, very good, you can go. The second chazan, he told him that he sings a special nigin that he heard from his grandfather, and um, also very deep nigin and very befitting to the meaning of the words of al Finally came the chazan, the last chazan, was a little chazan, not a great voice. Shemtov asked him, what do you sing for al And much to the Baal Shemtov's surprise, this Jew was singing a in a happy tune. Hashem asked him, why do you think al with a happy tune? What's that to be happy about? And the Jew said, Rebbe, I'll give you a mushal. There was once a king who had a beautiful palace and a beautiful garden. And he loved taking walks in his garden. He would take a walk every single day in his garden with his servants he would enjoy the fresh air and the beautiful trees and the fruits and the flowers. And so one day, the king noticed that at the edge of the garden, there's something spoiled, that somehow it fallen into the garden. And there's something, a smell, a foul smell that emanates from that place. So it disturbed the king because it, it sort of ruined the pleasure of his walk. So he called over his son and he says, my dear son, could you take a look what uh, spoiled substance is sitting there in the garden that's causing this extremely unpleasant smell and, and is making my walk so un- uncomfortable. So the son said, sure, sure. And he went and he noticed there was something very um, despicable and, and with a foul smell and, and he realized he has to clean it up. So he took a shovel and he removed it and he put it into a bag and, and did everything he could to make the garden a beautiful and pleasant place over again for his father. And while he was doing this, he was humming a very happy tune. Why was he humming a happy tune? Because he was so excited that he could make the garden beautiful for his father again. So says the, the chazan to the Baal Shem Tov, when the Yid comes from Kippur to Shul, and he sees how Hashem so, so eagerly wants that the Jew should clean up his act. What greatest simcha can it be that we have the opportunity to actually provide Hashem with the great joy to see how all the foul uh, actions and sins that we've committed during the year, we clean them all up. It's the greatest simcha that we can do. We can provide such nachas ruach, such pleasure to Hashem. It's a beautiful story, but it tells us a very profound message. In generally, conventionally, 
people look at Elul as a time for um, introspection. It's a time when, you know, you have to be really sorry for the bad things that you've done. You've ruined your life. You've ruined your relationship with Hashem. It's about you. But the Baal Shem Tov came and gave us a whole different perspective on our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That a Jew is able to take joy and pleasure seeing how Hashem enjoys the fact that the Jew is so pure and so clean and so close to him. So, rather than focusing on how I need to clean up myself because I'm in bad shape, it's all about us getting in better shape for our sake. We can focus more on how this provides Hashem with great simcha, and that becomes the central focus of our Avedis Hashem. In the first case, then, it's, of course, it's a very melancholy process. You realize how um, down you are and how you've ruined so much of that relationship. It's not a very pleasant experience to have and to come to through such a meditation. But when you talk about, the focus is Hashem. Hashem is a garden. I'm part of that garden. And there is a foul smell coming from that garden. It can come from me. But Hashem is saying, here, there's a shovel here. Clean up the dirt because I want to be, I want to be able to enjoy you. So there's no greater simcha than doing that. So it's a whole different focus. You see also the Baal Shem Tov, before he was Nizgala, before he became revealed, came to a town and it was right before Kol Nidre and he heard a Magid, one of these preachers in those days that would, you know, fire and brimstone, they would tell the people what punishments they'll get in hell for all the terrible things they do, especially the masses, the ordinary people that weren't very learned. And as a result, obviously, were not perfect in their actions out of, because of their ignorance. And he would point them out one by one and say what terrible things they will be subjected to. And the Vashantav couldn't bear it. And the Vashantav, after the maggot finished, got up on the table. Of course, he pretended he was an ordinary Jew. In those days, the Vashantav was not known yet. And he said, Listen, my dear friends, God is not an evil king that is looking to take revenge of the Jewish people. Not even revenge for their bad actions. Hashem is a loving father that loves every single Jew. He's looking, to sh- he's looking to shower us with blessings. And he said to the people, and now let's go say Kol Nidrei. As the Rebbe points out in the memoriam of Elul, Elul is an awesome time. It's a time of preparation. But we should never forget that we're dealing with a king who is Panim Shechakas that loves us and he smiles to us and shows great joy when he sees that we make little steps to change. L'chaim.